The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday from Exodus chapter 6. We're looking at verses 2 and 3 in particular today. God also said to Moses, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. But by my name, the Lord, I did not make myself known to them. My dear friends in Christ, today as we look at this portion, we're going to get quite a bit of a Bible history lesson. And as we look at this, well, we'll note that Oh, more than 400 years before the time of this reading. What had happened is Jacob had taken his family down to Egypt, down to Egypt because there was this severe seven-year famine that was hitting Israel and so much of the surrounding area, hitting Egypt as well. But before Jacob went down to Egypt, he made sacrifices to the Lord, and the Lord said to him, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down to Egypt with you, and I will surely bring you back again. Well, that was spoken to Jacob, and after Jacob died down in Egypt, well, what happened next is that, oh, the 400 years, basically, that the Israelites were down in, in Egypt, those years are kind of covered in about three chapters in the book of Exodus. There's not a whole lot said about that time. But during those 400 years, the one thing that did happen is that a, a new dynasty came to power in Egypt, a new dynasty that didn't remember how Joseph, one of the 12 sons of Jacob, the one that had interpreted with God's guidance the dream that Pharaoh had that said there would be seven years of plenty, seven years of famine. Well, Joseph guided the Egyptian nation through that famine, but this new dynasty didn't remember him and really didn't care too much about him. And all they did is they looked at this Israelite nation that was living there right with them and saw them as a threat, a growing threat, uh, an ever-growing threat that they needed to take care of. Because they were such a threat, what they did is they enslaved the Israelites. I've often wondered what those years were like, oh, just in general down there in Egypt, because we know God talked to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But during those years, well, be, partly because there's such limited, limited scripture that talks about it, there seems to have been limited contact with the people. There could have been more contact. But during that time, did the Israelites remember God? 
Did they forget about God? Surely there were plenty of people who did remember the promise that God made to Jacob. That promise, I will go down to Egypt with you and I will surely bring you back again. They remembered the Lord's promise and, and that promise, just think of it especially as being this, that God wasn't going to forget them. God wasn't going to abandon them. He was going to bring them back to the promised land of Palestine and, and ultimately that whole promise is focusing in on also how God wants to bring his people to heaven. Well, more of that history lesson. When Moses was born, that was at a time when the Israelite nation was getting bigger and bigger and stronger and, and Pharaoh, to try to limit their growth, said that all the baby boys were supposed to be thrown into the Nile River to drown. Moses' parents put him in a basket and Pharaoh's daughter found him and, and she loved him and wanted to adopt him, but, but of course, what first happened is Moses was able to go back to his home where his mother was able to care for him and nurse him. His parents were able to raise him for a few years, perhaps even five years. And, and during the time that he was being raised in his home, you'd have to understand that his parents would have taught him about the Lord. They would have taught him about God about God's promise to bring the Israelites back to, to the promised land, would have told them about that and probably also would have said to him that since his life had been saved, God must have had a purpose in saving his life and, and maybe God was going to use Moses to bring the people back to the promised land of Palestine. When Moses was about 40 years old. Then he saw an Egyptian beating an Israelite. He stepped in and killed the Egyptian. As a result of that, fear of consequences led Moses to flee out into the wilderness where he spent the next 40 years of his life until the Lord appeared to him in that burning bush and called him to be the leader of the Israelites, to get the Israelites out of Egypt and back to the promised land. Well, now our reading, it takes place right after Moses had first appeared to Pharaoh and said to Pharaoh, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, let my people go. Pharaoh responded to that by increasing Israel's hard labor. He made their work tougher for them, their slavery tougher for them. So what God, Moses did is he, he complained, he questioned God about what was going on. He forgot how God had told him earlier that what was going to happen is that Pharaoh wouldn't immediately let the people go, that he would make things tougher for the Israelites, that he wouldn't let them go without a fight. What God could have done is God could have scolded Moses, but instead God said to Moses, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty, but by my name the Lord, 
I did not make myself known to them. The Old Testament patriarchs, the Old Testament believers prior to the slavery in Egypt, they, they knew God as God Almighty, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the one who destroyed everything in the flood, and, and the God who had given Abraham and Sarah Isaac, that miraculous birth when Sarah was unable to have children, they also knew God Almighty as the Lord, but they didn't really grasp or understand the full implications of what that name really meant until, until the Savior finally did come. They well, they did know the Lord in a sense. They knew that promise of God, that promise that God had made to Jacob, that promise where he said, I will go down to Egypt with you and I will surely bring you back. What a wonderful promise. He's saying, I'm not going to abandon you. I'm going to bring you back. I'm going to bring you back to the promised land of Palestine. I'm going to ultimately bring you to heaven. That's what he was saying here. Oh, what a blessing it was for those Israelites if they could remember the Lord's promise. Well, they probably knew that promise to Jacob. Hopefully they all remembered the promise that was made to, to Adam and Eve back in the garden saying that the seed of the woman would come to crush the serpent's head that Jesus the Savior would come and pay for sins and win salvation for us, the promise well, that God said to Abraham that all peoples on earth would be blessed through him because of his descendant Jesus, the Savior of the world. And now how important it was for those Israelites to remember the Lord's promise or his promises to them, the promise to return to Palestine, the promise to send the Savior and defeat the devil so that they could look forward to, the, to living forever in the promised land of, of heaven. And now it's important for us also to remember the Lord's promise, the Lord's promises, because if we forgot his promises, we could easily get overwhelmed by all of the problems and troubles that definitely are a part of this life. But the Lord who hates sin and does demand that all sin be paid for, well, he promised to and he did give us Jesus to pay for our sins so that we can look forward to being in the eternal promised land of heaven. Remember the Lord's promise. Remember the Lord's promises and be so richly blessed. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, we know that you do hate sin, but we are so thankful that you love us sinners for Jesus' sake and you want us in your eternal promised land of heaven. When the Israelites were enslaved in Egypt, they could always remember your promise to take them back to the promised land of Palestine. 
when we are troubled by the problems of living in this sinful world, help us to always remember your promise to take us who believe in Jesus as our Savior to the eternal promised land of heaven. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.